My bitch love do cocaine, ooh Yo, pull up and goes The ad-lib is an integral part of hip-hop. It is the second layer of words and sounds that could serve as a calling card. A shameless boast. Yeah. Or a primal scream. Today, ad-libs are so ubiquitous that they become the focal point of certain hits. With Lil Pump, Migos, Playboy Cardi, and many other artists dominating the charts with songs where the ad-lib is as important, if not more so, than the bars they are accompanying. But how did we get here? Well, it starts on stage. Many point to James Brown's screams and grunts as the major inspiration for hip-hop's energetic ad-libs. As a genre, hip-hop draws significant inspiration from the godfather of soul. And in some of rap's earliest recordings, hype men and DJs can be heard in the background dropping ad-libs designed to keep the crowd rocking. Artists also use call and response for the same effect. On many occasions, the crowd's answers made it onto the final record as a variation of an ad lib. If you deserve a break tonight, somebody say, all right. All right. Say, ho. ho. You don't stop. I keep on. Somebody scream. Throughout the 80s and 90s, iconic hype men such as Public Enemy's Flavor Flav. The Lost Boys' Freaky Ta. And Flip Mode's Spliff Star turned ad-libs into an art. Producers like Pete Rock and label executives like Diddy Take that. also joined in with their signature ad-libs. From the mid-90s to the early 2000s, other purveyors of ad-libs like Missy Elliott, Cameron, Jadakiss, and more added their own spice. DJs and producers like Clue, Timbaland, and many others were also known for their quick sayings. These sounds weren't the main course, but a southern wave would begin to change that. Okay! Ad-libs have been a part of southern rap since Miami bass in the 80s, when the crowd's chants often made it onto the final tracks. Additionally, MCs like Master P, Pastor Troy, were also extremely influential, but crunk music led by 3-6 Mafia and Lil Jon would turn it up a notch. To hype the verse up even more, we'd go behind the verse and we were like, like, what, what, what? And that's basically what you would do in the club. From 2000 to 2005, Lil Jon's five Billboard Top 10 hits pushed his ad-libs across the globe. Dave Chappelle also played a heavy role. Hello and good evening. It's me. What? It's me. What? It's me. Little John. Okay! Crunk's ad-libs stuck with people, eventually becoming so commonplace that 3-6 Mafia's DJ Paul griped about biters on Twitter in 2016. But the Atlanta music scene still had more in store. By 2005, Jeezy's deep laughs and A's had hit the mainstream. Jeezy's ad-libs became his signature, 
In 2007, Kanye West famously used them on Can't Tell Me Nothing. You can't tell me nothing. You can't tell me nothing. Jeezy's style was complimented by other ATLians, like his rival Gucci Mane. My watch a cool hand, paint job a cold 20. And after this, flip him, quit the trap, cold turkey. Both Jeezy and Gucci played major roles in ushering in today's trap sound. And the ad libs of Gucci's proteges became the most memorable features. I go hard in the motherfucking paint, nigga. Let you stank it, nigga. What the fuck you thinking, nigga? I won't die for this shit or what the fuck I say. I'm stunner, I'm stunner, I'm stunner, I'm stunner, I'm stunner, I'm stunner, I'm stunner. Drake's appearance on Migos' breakout hit Versace pulled the group's ad libs into the mainstream. Versace, Versace, Medusa head on me like I'm Numenati. This is a gated community. Please get the fuck off the property. Two Chainz, Rich Homie Quan, and many others were also extremely influential. Around 2012, it was obvious that the game had changed. Atlanta wasn't the only home to influential ad libbers. In the late aughts, the Bay Area's Lil B released dozens of ad lib heavy songs. The bass god was inventive, name dropping celebrities like Dr. Phil and Martha Stewart. Bitch know me, okay. you know I stay with Halfway across the country in 2012, Chicago's Chief Keith continued the trend with his hit I Don't Like. A fart, nigga, that's that shit I don't like. Nah. A snitch, nah, that's that shit I don't like, nah. Artists like the Bass God and Chief Keef influenced newcomers such as Playboy Cardi and Lil Uzi Vert respectively. Uzi's ad-lib-filled verse of Migos' Bad and Bougie hit number one on Billboard's Hot 100 in 2017. Today's artists are mixing up these influences from all over the map, bringing ad-libs into the spotlight. Over the last five years, Travis Scott, Ray Shremmerd, Cardi B, Smoke Perp, and many more have prioritized ad-libs. You know, me and Punk were like, all we listened to was like George Chicago music. So like, you know, they were always like, they were always like, let's get it, like, let's get it. But then we were like, the L, nigga, ass get it. Like, in 2017, Lil Pump reached number three on the Billboard Hot 100 with Gucci Gang. And in May 2018, Childish Gambino featured ad-libs from Young Thug and others for This Is America. According to his creative director, Ibra Ake, Gambino used ad-libs as a unifying force. He just kind of wanted to make a We Are The World song with rappers and really not them rapping, just their ad-libs, just kind of reducing the features to jazz. From James Brown to Donald Glover, ad-libs prove that the beauty is in the smallest details. I'm Jacques Morel with Genius News, bringing you the meaning and the knowledge behind the music. Peace. Hey, 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 hey.